This is an audio-only version of the video series broadcast on YouTube. If you want to experience Me, Myself, and Die as it was originally intended, search for Me, Myself, and Die on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. Or go to www.memyselfanddie.com. All of the show's playlists, social media links, and other material can be found there. And now, Me, Myself, and Die. Now, this is still an introductory adventure, and for me, it's an introduction as well, because I've never actually played a lot of Iron Swarm before, so I'm still getting used to things. So, um, I'm not going to make her formidable, I'm just going to make her dangerous, because otherwise Iron's dead. <laughs> Well, hello and welcome back once again to Me, Myself, and Die, Iron Sworn. I am, as always, your intrepid host, GM, and player, Trevor DeVal. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. When last we left Arn Kalapunki, he had returned home to the Ironlands, there to fulfill a vow, the likes of which we still have not yet determined. But to start off this vow, uh, he needed to get to his sister, with whom he needed to confront the past. So his sister's name was Yorun, and she was a witch, a mystic of sorts, if you will, that he had been obviously out of contact with for many, many years, as many years as he's been away. His home settlement and the settlement that he assumed Yorin would be in was called Wolfstone, uh, a settlement somewhere sort of in the mountains up up from the coast, uh, on the ragged coast. But in order to get there, he had to uh, make a journey. And on that journey, he crossed Ford and lost some supplies, but he ran into a guard by the name of Dari. Dari, who was basically exiled with him and some of his fellow guards from a settlement called Swordbreak, where a monstrous person named Solana had taken over the village and basically exiled them. So upon meeting Arn in the wilderness, Dari explained his situation and asked for Arn's help. But it was discovered that Arn's sister, Yorun the Witch, had, by some strange coincidence at a roll of a dice, had gone out previously to go after a monstrous evil, the very same Solana, but was defeated in battle and captured by that Solana and brought to Swordbreak with a, uh, several other captives. So Arn knows that his sister Yorun is currently, as far as he knows, being kept captive in the settlement of Swordbreak and so agreed to help Dari overthrow the tyrant Solana and uh, presumably rescue his sister and the other captives from Swordbreak. So where we start off is on the very edges of the village of Swordbreak. Arn and Dari and the other two soldiers have waited for nightfall and have crept up to the very edges of the settlement's walls. We know that there are six bandits who are in the employ of Solana, and we know that there's Solana herself. So Dari has explained that this right here is the sort of uh, overseer's longhouse. So this is where Solana presumably is going to be found. Uh, there's a couple of other houses here. Uh, there is a barn towards the rear of the village that has, uh, as far as Dari knows, that's where the captives are being kept. So on their way to Swordbreak, Arn asks a few extra questions. I've had a week to think about this now, and I think that there's an explanation for why Dari was exiled, uh, and I'm gonna go with the simplest explanation as opposed to rolling randomly, just because sometimes it helps just to follow logically from what you've already established. You don't have to roll randomly all the time for everything. Dari, you said that you were cast out of Swordbreak by this tyrant Solana. Why didn't she just kill you? When Solana first arrived with her bandits to the village, our overseer was on his deathbed, breathing his last breath. Solana claimed to be a distant 
relative of the overseer and therefore she claimed legitimacy, which allowed her to lay claim to the overseership of the settlement. I was skeptical of this, but some of the older, wiser members of the community did confirm that Salana was, in fact, a relative of the Overseer, and they supported her claim. So what happened then? I had my suspicions of her from the very beginning, that all was not as it seemed with her. Though she spoke flowery language to the local community, I could see that the captives that she kept were maltreated and beaten. There was something terrible about her, and when I confronted her about it, she gave me a choice that I could serve her in silence, or I could take my men and leave and never come back. Me and my men were outnumbered and in no position to fight her off, so we decided to leave. But that was a terrible mistake, for shortly after that I began to hear that Solana was using Swordbreak as a base of operations for her bandit activities, and I knew at that point that we had to return and do the right thing and oust her. So she is the legitimate overseer of the village. I believe that her actions as a bandit have sacrificed that legitimacy. You said you had a brother in town. Why haven't the other townsfolk risen up against her? Word has come to us that Solana has taken the firstborn child of all the families and is holding them hostage with the other captives in the barn. She was a monstrous evil after all. But I believe that if we can get to Solana, and show the people that she is not invincible. Then her bandits will also flee, for they are cowards at heart. Then let us keep that as the plan. We will avoid the guards as best we can, and see if we can get to Solana before the human cry is raised. So in terms of fulfilling Arn's vow of returning home and confronting my sister about the past, uh, I've rolled this whole situation into that vow because now we suspect that Jorun is in fact, or Jorun I should say, is in fact in that barn. So I think that I'm just gonna give myself a little, a couple little milestone markers. If they successfully deal with the bandits, that doesn't necessarily mean killing them all, but dealing with them, that'll, that'll count as a milestone towards the vow. If they deal with Solana, that's gonna count as a milestone. And confirming that Yoron is in fact in the, the village, in, in the barn, that's also gonna count as a milestone. And at that point, if he succeeds in that, he can make a roll to see if he can fulfill the vow. But that will come later, for the moment. Arn and company have crept up, as I said, over the low wall, and they have emerged on the corner of the village here. So they can see that there is the uh, overseer's longhouse. There's another house here. There are a number of guards that are patrolling. So their goal is to basically get past these guards and get to this longhouse. That's gonna be tricky. Arn is going to wait for this guy basically to continue his patrol and wind up about there. And he is going to sneak over here to get a vantage point. Now, these guys as well, I think that, you know, they have some, some missile weapons, they probably have short bows or things like this. They're gonna have to take that guard out quickly and quietly. The question is, does this guy notice them first? In order to determine that, I think these guys have to get into position and that is going to be securing an advantage. So basically they're gonna secure an advantage by getting into an optimal firing position where they can take a bead on this guy and hopefully all fire and take him down. Securing an advantage with deception, stealth or trickery is plus shadow. So basically he's gonna roll d6 plus three against the challenge dice. Oh, beautiful, well, God, those tens, those tens. My dice just love to roll the tens. Nine is definitely over two, but not over 10. 
So that is a weak hit, which means your advantage is short-lived. Take plus one momentum. So they succeed and the momentum increases to five. Arn's momentum goes to five, that's good. You'll, you're probably gonna see how momentum works here fairly soon. Okay, so they do succeed, which means the guard does not see them. They get into position, they draw back the bows. Now Arn is an archer. When you secure an advantage by taking a moment to aim, choose your approach and add plus one. He can either trust his instincts or he can line up a shot. So they've already secured an advantage. They've, they've, they've got a good firing position without being discovered, okay? But now he lines up and he, he, you know, he slowly regulates his breath. He pulls the arrow back to his ear as well as the other guys too. So he's rolling plus edge, which is three, but it gives him a plus, this talent gives him a plus one. So he's rolling D6 plus four. Oh, again with the 10, unbelievable. So nine is a, is a weak hit. So he has secured an advantage. On a hit, he gets plus one momentum. So because he's got a weak hit, he gets plus one momentum. And because of this talent, he gets another one. So his momentum is now up at seven. He waits, he waits, he waits for the optimum moment and he breathes just a word. No. And they all let fly a barrage of arrows. Four of them actually come sailing into this guard. Now, normally this guard would be a dangerous foe, but because there's so many arrows coming in, I'm going to make him a troublesome foe. I could roll an enter the fray situation here, but we've already established that they're, they're striking from total concealment and a great position. We've taken this guy by surprise. We have the initiative. So I'm just gonna roll a strike, which is when you have initiative and you attack, in this case at range, you roll plus edge. D6 plus three and four arrows from his, his group here. Come sailing into this guy, plus three. Okay, so. <laughs> three plus two is five. That is a weak hit on a strike. Cannot get a strong hit to save my life. You inflict your harm, but you lose initiative. So four arrows go sailing past. Two of them find their marks, and because he is a now technically a troublesome foe because of this, two harm is gonna to equate to uh, six boxes on the thing because when you do your harm against a troublesome foe, each harm is three boxes. So we can't roll to end the fight here because in order to do that, you need a strong hit and that was a weak hit. So basically some of the arrows miss and go sailing past him, perhaps shattering on the uh, stone wall here. A couple of them, however, find their mark, but we lose initiative, which means this guy is aware that he's being attacked. Ugh! What's the likelihood that he cries out in pain, thereby alerting at least this guy? Let's see what happens here. I think this is almost certain that <laughs> he cries out in pain. This is 11 or more is a yes. Uh, 89, so yes. Ah, he cries out in pain as the arrows go thudding into him, which immediately is gonna get this guy's attention. Ugh. Now they have the initiative. So that means that as these guys are, you know, preparing perhaps for another volley, putting their arrows in their bows, this guy, ugh. well, this guy's definitely gonna run to his 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 friends and say, what's the matter, what's the matter, what's going on? As he sees arrows sticking out of him. Uh, obviously these two know they're under attack. Uh, they have the initiative now. Here's the thing, they're going to look and they're going to see. I mean, there's not a lot of cover here, so they definitely see these four guys with twing, you know, their, their bowstring still vibrating in the bows from the, the volley. There's two of them and one of them is wounded. I think it is very likely that the wounded guy, at least the wounded guy, is going to run back and shout the alarm to the rest of his comrades over here. Let's find out. If I roll 25 or less, they don't do that, but they charge to the attack which would work up much better for Arn and company. And 60, no, okay, it is a yes, which means he turns uh, and he cries out, alarm, alarm, we're under attack. What does this guy do? Yeah, he's probably going to 
run back to the door to try and inform Solana. Now, as this is happening, I think Arn has an opportunity to act. Oh boy, well, he has to fire again. I think that he knows that they have to stop this guy before he gets to the door. So these guys here are also gonna fire on him, the unwounded fella, but they are all concentrating a fire on him as well. So I think that he is also gonna be considered a troublesome foe for this. Does he have a moment to aim? I don't think he does. This guy's like running full tilt. He does not have a moment to, to aim at all. He cannot use his archer talent on this. They just have to fire. So he's gonna roll with edge, which means he rolls d6 plus three. Oh, that looks pretty good right there. Nine. Oh. <laughs> Oh gosh, I just cannot get a strong hit. Because remember, if you match the challenge die, that doesn't count. You have to beat the challenge die. It is once again a weak hit with a strike. So we lose initiative again and inflict your harm. So this guy, once again, several arrows go thudding into him. So he's gonna take six boxes worth. And because they lose the initiative, that gives these guys a chance to act, which means this guy's gonna run back and definitely alert all of these guys here. Ha, 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 what, what, what? Ooh, this is not good. And this guy wounded is going to run over here and basically pound on the door. Solana, Solana, we're under attack. Okay, well, this is going great. This is, is going great. There's no time to deal with these bandits. We have to go to the longhouse now. Our only hope lies in taking out Solana quickly. Yes, sir. you're right, let's go. And they have lost the initiative, which means these guys have come over here, he's banging at the door. These soldiers are mustering and running around like this, but that gives uh, Arn and company a chance to leap over these fences or run around them, whatever they want to do. Now, I think at this point, basically, uh, Dari and company have abandoned their 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 bows and they, they draw their axes and spears and such, and they go charging into this dude. Ah, and they engage him in a fight. But how I'm gonna handle this in terms of Iron Sworn is Arn is basically trying to blast past this group and he is going to try and kick the door open because he is going after Solana, who he knows is in this longhouse. But in order to do that, he's gotta face danger by trying to blast past this little melee here and get to the door and basically try and kick it open before this guy can react and before anything else bad happens. He's gonna roll seven. <laughs> okay, well, I guess he gets a weak hit then. So you succeed, but face a troublesome cost. Choose one. Well, I think he's, uh, the easiest thing to do here is he's delayed, he loses one momentum. So his momentum goes down to six, but he does get through and is able to kind of kick the door open. Here's the thing. Is the door open or is it barred? I think it's almost a sure thing that uh, this, this door is barred from the inside. So uh, almost certain, 11 or more and it is barred. Oh, seven, it is not barred. For some reason that door is open. So because he got the weak hit, he's delayed a bit as he's got to skirt through this little battle right here, is able to get to the door and kick it open, which will reveal, dun dun dun, Solana and the guard are in here. There's another, there's another bandit. As Arn bursts open the door, the door is actually right here, although it doesn't really show it on the map. Now, some of you suggested in the comments that Solana might have long hair, which would trigger uh, Arn's phobia. Let's ask the Oracle. I don't know, 50-50. Uh, so 51 or more, it's gonna be a yes. Uh, no, okay, so she does not have long hair, or if she does, it's covered by a helmet, so he is not triggered by that. <laughs> That's kind of too bad, it would've been cool. Anyway, enter the fray. This is all about initiative now. This is all about who goes first. He kicks the door open while the battle rages on behind him. Now, this is still an introductory adventure, and for me, it's an introduction as well, because I've never actually played a lot of Iron Swarm before, so I'm still getting used to things. So, um, I'm not gonna make her formidable, I'm just gonna make her dangerous, because otherwise, Iron's dead. <laughs> 
bandit in-house. He's also dangerous, unfortunately. So he's really got to hope that one of these guys comes to join him, I think. That's going to make it easier for him. Who has the initiative in this moment as we enter the fray? Roll to determine who's in control. We are facing off against our foe, which is Hart, which is great, because Arn's good at that. So he kicks in the door with his bow drawn, his bow drawn, with his arrow knocked in the bow. He kicks in the door and shouts, Solana, your days as a tyrant are over. And he draws back to fire, or does he? Let's find out what happens here. Plus heart, here we go, plus four. Okay, oh, it's still good, good, oh, it's strong, good. So, let's do his six. Oh, these dice, these dice are killing me. I can bolster my position or prepare to act. I'm going to prepare to act, I take the initiative. Solana and the, and the, and the guard, I think, turn to the door, you know, they know something's going on outside, but they didn't expect this, and they're, they're taken momentarily by surprise, which gives Arn a moment to pull back and fire that arrow directly at Solana as she's standing there with her, I don't know, big axe or something. She's got some big weapon. She's like a big uh, Cara Dune kind of kind of type, you know, big muscular type, I think. I don't know. It doesn't matter right now. What matters is he's going to stop her. So <laughs> he has the initiative, which means he's going to strike instead of clash. Clash is the rule you make when you don't have the initiative when you're on sort of the back foot. But he has the initiative, so he takes it and he fires. Plus three. There we go. Oh my God. And it is a match. So six versus two ones. This is a strong hit and a match, which means something really good happens as well. Excellent. So on a strong hit, inflict plus one harm. So he's inflicting three harm and he retains initiative. So three harm is six boxes against Solana. That is a big hit. Let's find out what the good thing is. I'm just gonna roll randomly and see what the positive spin on this situation is. It's gonna be 91, escalate, uh, 18. Escalate direction. Yeah, we're moving towards victory, so I think Dari bursts in the door and is able to leap over the table and bring ah! his axe down on this guard, and they're locked in combat now. He can try to do an end the fight move right here. He's This is making a move to take decisive action. He scored a strong hit to resolve the outcome of this fight as the arrow has blasted its way into Solana. We're hoping in her neck to put her down. This is a progress move, which means the number of fully filled boxes we have on this against Solana is six. That's my progress score. So I roll 2d10, I compare to my progress score, and we resolve the hit. So nothing is added. So basically I want five or less on both these dice would be great. Okay, well it is a weak hit. So that means the foe is out of action, but you must also choose something else. So we will, we will find out what that is. He bursts in and fires that arrow. It sinks into her neck. Oh, she gurgles and falls to the ground. Oh, blood gouting from the neck. There is a cost, however, and I think the cost is Dari. Dari leaps over the table, brings his axe down, but he just misses. This bandit spins around and manages at the exact same time that this arrow is felling Solana. I think he managed to, to drive his blade into Dari's back. Ah, Dari cries out and falls to the ground, possibly dead. Right away, I'm going to endure stress for Arn because you know, this is his ally, here's this wild ally, and he's just gone down. So right away, I'm going to do a endure stress. So this is enduring mental shock or despair, absolutely. Suffer spirit equal to your foe's rank or is appropriate to the situation, I think it's going to be two. I think he loses two spirit, which pushes his spirit down to three. 
And now he must roll spirit or heart, whichever is higher. His heart is higher, so it's plus four. Uh, 10. He can shake it off or embrace the darkness and take plus one momentum. He's going to embrace the darkness and take plus one momentum, which puts his momentum up to seven. So he sees Dari go down. He is momentarily shaken by this, concerned that his newfound friend and so far only friend and ally in all of the Ironlands has gone down and is possibly dead. At this moment, however, he still retains the initiative because he did get a strong hit. So I think he shouts at this guard, you don't have to die this day. Your leader has fallen, but you can still walk out of here alive if you throw down your weapons. That is going to be a pacify. In other words, that's gonna be plus heart. So he is rolling plus four to this, five and five, that doesn't work. However, five, okay, this is a perfect example to burn his momentum. Right now, he's rolled one plus four is five, versus two is a, you know, that cancels that, but it doesn't cancel that. However, he can burn his momentum, which is seven, which will cancel that dice, effectively turning this into a strong hit. He's definitely going to do that. On a strong hit, they'll do what you want and share what they know, take plus one momentum, so he's up to three now. What this means on the strong hit, the bandit sees his precarious situation, throws down his weapon, coward that he is, as we know, Dari had said that, and says, no, don't, don't, don't kill me, don't kill me, please, please, uh, surrender. Actually, yeah, Arn, with that strong, with that compel move, he grabs her axe, he grabs Solana's axe, you know, covered in blood, the half-stall covered in blood, her blood. <laughs> he grabs the axe and he rushes out here as part of this strong hit and a compel move and he holds it up and he shouts, Solana is slain. If you are wise, you will flee this place now, lest the same fate befall you. First of all, yeah, I'm gonna secure an advantage by gaining leverage over them because he's holding up Solana's axe. And this guy, I think, also, depending on the outcome of this role, is probably gonna come out here and start running, which is gonna send a message that, you know, <laughs> things are bad in there. Roll plus heart. Plus four. Oh, there we go, 10. That is a strong hit on secure advantage. Make another move now and take plus one. I'm going to definitely do that. I'm going to make the compel move at plus one. So this is going to be a plus five. Roll nine, another strong hit. Pow! Take plus one momentum, which brings us up to plus four. And basically this guy bursts <laughs> out of the thing, running for his life. These uh, bandits have taken a number of wounds by these the ferocious attacks of the, of the uh, uh, Swordbreak Guard. And they see what's happened. They see that Arn is holding up the ax and they turn and flee those who are still standing. Boom! Breathing heavily, Arn realizes that somehow, because of a number of very, very lucky rolls and the expenditure of momentum at, at exactly the right time, they have secured the village of Swordbreak. Let us find these milestones now because on our vows, I said that if they deal with the bandits, that's a milestone. This is a dangerous vow, which means that each milestone is worth two boxes. So that's another two boxes. If you deal with Solana, which they very did, that's another two boxes right there. So now, the last thing to do after these bandits flee into the night is Arn says to, to, to Dari, he runs back in to check on Dari, of course. Is Dari alive? Well, Dari was the, Dari going down was the product of a, a negative outcome for a weak hit. So I think there's a good chance he's alive, but he's gonna be wounded badly for sure by that. I think it's likely he's alive. So 26 or greater and he's alive. 
Okay, so he is alive, but he's wounded badly. Arn shouts out to the other uh, guards, Dari is down, he needs medical attention. And I think one of them runs in and they'll be able to, to deal with Dari. He will live, but he's going to be just you know, brutally wounded uh, uh, and it'll take a while to recover. Meanwhile, Arn runs out and he shouts to the other guy, which way is the barn? And the guy goes with him to the barn over here. And now they lift up the latch on the outside of the barn and they push the doors open. And inside they see a group of people huddled together, dirty, beaten, a lot of them in, you know, not chains, but ropes, you know, tied to the tied to the, the horse stalls and things like this. The children that were held captive by Solana are returned to their parents as the, the, the townsfolk come out, you know, the, the, the sound of fighting has brought the townsfolk out and when they see that Solana has been defeated, they immediately, you know, some of them go off and chase the fleeing bandits, you know, throwing rocks at them, uh, but most of them head to the barn to grab their kids. There's several tearful reunions as parents are reunited with their children. This is all going to work towards, uh, I think, Arn forging a bond with uh, Swordbreak, but we'll, we'll see how that works out. Here's the question. Here's the real question to fulfill the vow. Is his sister there? So. There's a number of ways to deal with this. His vow is return home and confront my sister about the past. He currently is at six boxes. He could make a progress move right now to fulfill the vow. If he succeeds, then Yorun is there and he will confront her and we will finally probably find out what his actual main background vow is. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna engage with these, with these mechanics and see what happens. So in order to fulfill his vow, and you know, you don't have to do it this way. There's a number of ways to do it. But right now, I think, it, I think it's interesting if he's going to roll to fulfill his vow and that will determine whether or not Yorin is there and in what state she is. So that's what I'm going to do. So I have six on my progress bar and I'm going to roll 2d10. This is a progress move. Ideally, I want five or less. I cannot burn momentum on this. Oh, strong hit. Fulfill your vow. Your quest is complete. Mark experience. Dangerous quest is 2 XP. He pushes open the door and there, dirty, beaten, but very much alive, is Yorun, the witch. She's not a ghost, she's just unpainted. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to painting that miniature yet. He sees his sister there, she kind of rises up from uh, her, her, you know, she's rises up from the hay and stuff, she's covered in mud and blood, she's clearly seen better days, and she looks at him she can't believe what she's seeing. And in fact, she says, is that Arn? Sister, I have returned. He gets her to her feet. He, he cuts her bonds. And, uh, you know, he immediately pulls some water out of his water skin and he offers it to her and she, she's very thirsty. You know, they're all kind of emaciated, dehydrated in the air. And he, he gives her water and she, she's, she's looking at him like she's seeing a ghost. She can't believe that, that he's back because he left so many years ago with a vow long unfulfilled. And I think we're going to discover what that vow is. But before we do, I want to know a little bit more about Yorun right now. Well, we know that she's a witch. We know that she went out with a group of soldiers and fighting men, some of which are here in the uh, in the barn with her, and some of which would recognize Arn too, I think. So uh, there's 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 a lot of reactions like, oh no, Arn, Arn, Galapugis, Arn, Arn's returned. She's a very proactive person. She she's a leader of a sort. What kind of person is Yorin? I'm gonna roll on our character descriptor. She is stern. Character goal, just to give us a sense of who this person is, what she wants. 24. Harm arrival. Cool, okay. 
Stern, mystic, her goal is to harm a rival. That's all great, but the question on everyone's mind is, what is the nature of Arne's vow? What is the vow that he left behind, that he abandoned to go south? What could it possibly have been? This is gonna be an extreme vow, I think. It had to do with 18. Deflect. Seven. Survival. <laughs> okay. Why have you come back now? Sister, it was time for me to come home and fulfill the vow that I swore to you and to our father. What difference does that make now? You had your opportunity to honor his memory, to take up his mantle. You were supposed to lead our village, but you left. Joram, you do not understand. I had to go. Father wanted me to be a leader of Wolfstone, but I was not worthy of that. Worthy? It was his dying wish that you take up the mantle of overseer and defend our people from the scourge that came from the mountains. I'm just making that part up. No, enough, Joran. I left because I was unworthy and unable to defend our people. But I have spent many years in the South. I have seen things that you can only dream of. I have seen the acts of gods, gods that still live and thrive beyond the barrier. I have learned so much, but I have returned now. I have returned to lead our people against the scourge of the mountain. So, Arn's vow was supposed to be, I will lead my people against the scourge of the mountain. But he forsook that vow, or rather he put it on hold, because he was wrestling with inner demons. He didn't think that he could live up to his, his father, who was the overseer. He deflected the survival of his, of his community, you see, and he abandoned them when they needed him most. Now, they survived because Jorun stepped up, and Jorun the witch stepped up in his place to lead their people. But he was the rightful overseer, and he walked away from his duties. Ooh, that's, that's pretty bad. I have returned to finish what father wanted me to do. How do you know that I myself have not already dealt with the scourge of the mountain? Well, have you? Has she? <laughs> I don't know. She's pretty awesome. She's pretty tough and she's very proactive. She went after these bandits. You know what? I, th I think that she definitely would have tried for sure to go after the scourge but I don't think she was strong enough. I don't think that she was strong enough to do it. And the only reason why I say that is because I kind of want something for Arn to do. <laughs> I want him to be able to fulfill this vow. So if she already did it, yeah, it's so good. So I think that she tried. I think that she she tried to do it, but she was unable, for whatever reason, to, to deal with the scourge of the mountain. We'll deal with what the scourge of the mountain is uh, soon. When you abandoned us, I tried to lead our people, to defend them against the scourge. I was unable to. And we have been in a losing battle with the Scourge ever since. So I am pleased that you have finally decided to return home, dear brother. But you may be too late. I guess the real question is this. Is there still a Wolfstone to defend? 
did the scourge of the mountain descend upon Wolfstone and destroy it? Thereby meaning that Yorin would have taken the survivors and gone off to a different place. And maybe that's the reason why Dari never heard of Wolfstone. <laughs> because it was wiped off the face of the map. I'm not even gonna roll, I just love that. So the reason why Dari never heard of Wolfstone is because the scourge of the mountains, whatever that is, came down, wiped out the village. Yorin was able to take the survivors and flee, but she strongly believed and believes to this day that if you had only been there, brother, if you had fulfilled your vow to father and to me, our home might still be standing. Where were you, Arn? Where were you? I... I was not worthy, Yoron. I am here now to fulfill the vow, but Wolfstone is no more, my brother. But its people still live. Its people that I have been leading all these years. Where are they living? Are they living in like a cave somewhere in the mountains? On the run from the scourge of the north that for some reason is hunting these people? That's amazing all the stuff that <laughs> just comes up. We have found a new home, but we live like animals. Caves are now our homes. If you have any honor in you, if you still believe that you can fulfill the vow to father that you left behind, then you right here, right now, will swear to me on iron that you will find the scourge of the mountains and that you will take vengeance on it. I have failed you in the past, Yoran, but I swear to you now on iron. He pulls out his knife. Shink! his other hand, I guess, because the other one's still healing from the previous vow. <laughs> I swear on this iron and my blood that I will avenge Wolfstone. I will hunt down the scourge of the mountain. And in doing so, dear sister, perhaps you can forgive me. We are a long way from forgiveness, Arn Galapunki. Now go. You have a long road ahead. And he does. What is the nature of that vow? What is the nature of the scourge of the north? I don't know. We're gonna find that out randomly, but I am gonna add his background vow. Ooh, heavy, heavy stuff. Arn Kalapunki has embarked upon a new quest, a vow for his own honor and for his sister and for the people that he failed all those years ago, that he abandoned. He has returned home, and now that Wolfstone has been reduced to ruins, he must avenge it by finding and slaying the Scourge of the Mountain off in the north, wherever that is. In the meantime, he will try and forge a bond with this village, and he'll probably have to, you know, take a brief sojourn and, you know, recoup a little bit. His losses also check on Dari. He might forge a bond with Dari. But all of that will be the subject of the next episode. Thank you so much for watching once again. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And don't forget, if you want to help uh, support the show, there's merchandise for sale uh, through the links below, as well as the links to DriveThruRPG, where you can find a whole selection of a bunch of random tables and things that I've used on the show in the past, including, of course, Iron Sworn itself. So thanks once again for tuning in. And um, we'll see what happens with old Arn as he begins this crazy quest to avenge his people next time on me, myself, and die.